Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. Gitin Ayin Zayin, Gitin 77a, pagination is 153, starting from the new Perek at the Mishnah midway on the page. Hazarek Get Ishto, a person who throws the Get to his wife, Vihi Besoch Beisa, O Besoch Chatseira, Harezu Migureshes, and it falls on the floor, and she's in her own home. She's in a location that technically she owns. It's nichse malug. It's property that she brought into the marriage. So even though during the marriage, functionally, it's his to use, to collect rent on if he wants to, if he would be renting it out, but it's her building. Hareza Migureshes, she is Migureshes. Zarkolo Besoch Beso, O Besoch if, however, it's his house or his courtyard, Eino Migureshes, she's not Migureshes. So, the Gemara is going to pick up on this case that we're told works and wonder why it works. Now, to clarify, in Chumash Devarim, Pashas Kiseitze, Perek Chaf in the beginning of the Perek, there's a description of what Gerushin is, and it says, because of Losefer Krisus, the husband will write a document that will do the cutting off, severing the relationship of marriage, and he will place it in her hand. So quite clearly, there is such a concept as of Gitten and placing it into her hand. What our mission is introducing is that even if it's not put into her hand physically, but it's put into her possession. It also, at least in certain circumstances, is going to be a get. <clears throat> the Gemara, about ten lines from the bottom, asks, Chatzera, her courtyard, whatever she owns, her husband owns. Meaning, functionally, during the marriage, the husband is the one who has possession, so to speak, of these properties. And the Gemara Nomad Bey's answers in the name of Rava, four lines down, Atu Yada Milokanya Le Lebaal isn't her hand acquired by the husband. But how does she acquire something in her hand even? Whatever she acquires in her hand also belongs to the husband. We might refer to the fact that the things that she produces belong to the husband. And one might think, at least for the moment, that that's actually an ownership of the hand. And how does she acquire anything in her hand to set her free? The answer is, her hand becomes hers simultaneously with the document entering her hand. The two happen at the same time. Hachanami, so here also, Gita v'chatzera ban ke'echad, the get and the field, the yard, become hers at the same time. 
she becomes divorced simultaneously as she acquires the document, the, the land becomes hers, and because of that, she becomes divorced. Now, this was said a little bit enigmatically, and if you could tell, I'm struggling with the words, because the Gemara still needs to explain this. Amalei Ravina Ravashi. Ravina said to Ravashi, one second, Really? Did Rava object to the fact that a woman acquires something in her hand, that she's able to be divorced in her hand, the way the Pusik describes it? You put the get in her hand? That was something that bothered Rava because he felt that the woman is owned by her husband? That's totally not true. He has acquisition in her, so to speak, as far as the work she produces. Is she, if she produces a sweater or a rug, so he owns that sweater or rug, there's such a takana durabonon that he has to support her with her needs and he gets the things she produces. That's considered a quid pro quo. But yada gufa mikanile, her hand itself, did anybody ever think that he owns the hand. And again, think back at the Pasuk. The Pasuk says she can become divorced by putting something in his in her hand. Which, I guess one could answer, but the Gemara is pointing out that you don't even need that. Her body is owned by herself, so to speak, as far as financial stuff go. But there's a deal that whatever she produces goes to him so that he should support her and she'll provide whatever her earnings are to him. And he answered, Rava's comment was much more sophisticated. He was actually bringing a proof from a case of a slave. A slave, a document can free the slave by putting the document of emancipation in the slave's hand. And that was confusing because Yad Eved Kiyad Rabo Damya, because the hand of the slave is indeed like the hand of the master. It's an extension, it's an ownership. And in that case, we said the get of emancipation and his hand, in order to acquire that, come at the same time. And so too, Rava was introducing that her get and her field become hers at the same time. Hahushchiv Meirad was a story of a person who was dying. Because of Lagita Ledeviso, he wrote a get for his wife in order to preempt the situation of Yibum if he didn't have children and he had a brother, he wanted her to be free and not to have to do Yibum with the brother wherever he may be. They did this as it neared Shabbos. And he didn't have time to give it to her. On the next day, he became deathly ill. And they were afraid he wouldn't make it through Shabbos. 
So they presented the question to Rava, and he told them, Zilugo, Imru tell him, here's the solution. Grant her as a gift the location where the get is, so that she will acquire the real estate upon which the get rests, and through it she'll acquire the get as well. Rashi says the problem here is that the get is muktza and they didn't want to pick up the get in order to give it to her. Now, normally when we encounter gitin, it's after the get was given, and in that case the get is no longer muktza because it could be used to learn from, similar to a mezuzah that's puzzle, that you could use it to learn from. It's not muktza machmas chisar and kis. It's not designated in a specific place. In terms of learning, you'd be allowed to learn from it. But here, it's a get that was not yet given. And no one would touch it except for to give it. So Shabbos, it was restricted. Now, how would she go ahead and acquire this land in order that she could acquire the get together with it? V'seizel ihi, and she should go, v'seichud v'siftach v'sachzik bey, and she should go ahead and make a kinyan on the location, ditnan, as it is written, no'al godol uparatz kol shuharezu chazaka. So if she acquires it by closing the door, by locking the door, she's able to acquire the real estate, and through that she will acquire the get. And the Gemara explains, this was the original place that Rava issued this ruling, that even though she might be married, and whatever she acquires goes further into the husband's possession, and it's not really becoming hers, but in this case... Gita v'yada ba'in ke'echad, as a principle, and Gita v'chatzera ba'in ke'echad, the get together with the real estate property are becoming hers simultaneously. It's interesting that Muktza, they did not want to violate, even though it was Makam Igun, it was a case where she could remain in Aguna whatever the story was with this brother who might or might not cooperate with Yibam Chalitza, but they didn't want to go ahead and violate Muktza on the get. But they were willing, in such a case, to do an acquisition on Shabbos, as we know that doing an acquisition on Shabbos in certain types of legal type cases, such as acquiring a talis in shul so that you could recite a bracha, that it should be yours, and you could recite a bracha. So certain types of acts of acquisition are allowed. The first day of sukkis, to acquire the dalad minim from somebody else so that it should be ulekachtem lochem, it should be yours, so you're allowed to do that also. But makom mitzvah, in something compelling, you're allowed to do the acquisition of this legalistic type of acquisition. But again, in terms of muktzah, they did not want to pick up the get and actually hand it to her. Yashikoach, thank you for joining.